I get it. I know that some days you're just barely making it, but your heart longs to be fully alive again. What if you didn't have to feel overwhelmed or lonely or discouraged? What if you had a chance to come out from under all the responsibilities you shoulder and the demands placed on your day? You aren't stuck, you aren't buried, and you definitely aren't trapped. Life won't always be this way because you're powerful. You just need to be reminded and revived. I'm Becky Thompson, and you're listening to the Revived Motherhood Podcast. Hey friend, welcome back to the Revived Motherhood Podcast. I'm Becky Thompson, and I love our intro music. Do you like that music? Listen, every time it comes on, I'm like, like, I feel so cool. I feel like the intro music is so much cooler than I am in real life. It's it's fine though. Um, life update. Here's what's happening around my house currently. Um, there's half-eaten pizza left over on my stove. It's about 10.30 at night, so someone should have probably put that away by now, but it is. It wasn't very good. It's fine. So that's out. And then um, ran to the restroom before this podcast started and dried my hands on the shower curtain because somebody around here needs to do some laundry and wash some hand towels. That's life update. That's what's happening around here. I hope you feel a little more normal after that. You're like, yeah, I feel super normal because that's not normal at all, Becky. It's fine. It totally is. Um, What were we talking about? Oh, I know what we're talking about. Before all of this, tonight, I was upstairs putting all of my kids to bed and my daughter happened to get a new um, doll this week. And so I was helping her clean up all of the little doll clothes that she had pulled out of this bucket. And I kind of started, <laughs> I started to play a little. I was like, oh my gosh, this this little top's so cute. Where are the shoes that match this? And then because she was the last one that I was sort of putting to sleep, my other two had already gone to sleep for the night. Um, I I might've played for about an hour and then she crawled into bed on her own and looked up at me and was like, Mom, you you can be done now. And I realized that I was the one playing. I was totally dressing up her dolls and brushing their hair. I might have given one of the dolls a trim because it's fine. That's what's happening around the Thompson house. Hey, what are you doing? What are you up to? If we were having a phone call, I would wait. We'd pause. We'd discuss. Maybe you're running. Maybe you're working out. Do you work out? I don't know. It's fine. I, it's, we won't go there. This is not the purpose of that podcast. Whatever you're doing, I am so honored to get to spend the next few minutes with you. And um, speaking of grateful and feeling honored, I am blown away by the response to this podcast so far. Your reviews, your sharing, oh my word. You guys have knocked it out of the park with this I. Like, I wouldn't get to do any of this if it weren't for you, and I'm tremendously grateful for all of the reviews, for for all of you who are subscribing and just getting the word out to your friends. I love this community, and I love that you're a part of it. So um, let's get to the meat of our message, though. Father, be present with us. I pray that you'd help us hear what you have to say to us today. Um, Lord, I pray that I'd leave encouraged as well, and that my friend would leave knowing that she's loved, that she's seen, and she's totally understood. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. So the title of this podcast, I don't know, it's a little edgy. Does it seem a little edgy? 
the revived motherhood arsenal. I don't know. It's just a little, it's a little intense, but we went there because here's the thing. I was going to call our podcast the revived motherhood toolkit, but the imagery that came to mind with toolkit, I had a couple of, I had a couple of mental images. When you say the word toolkit, you think of like everything being clicked into some sort of plastic case that you can just bundle up and take with you. Or you think of like a manicure kit with like those little cheapy scissors that don't even cut string or like um, a sewing repair kit, right? Like a little sewing tool kit where you've got the string that breaks all the time and like a little needle thread, like a bunch of weird stuff that all has a little clicked in place and you don't know if you're ever going to actually use it. But like, let's, let's switch gears here because when you say the word arsenal, you think like heavy duty machinery getting stuff done. I'm locked and loaded, right? Like that's sort of the imagery that comes to mind with that. So I didn't want to be like, here are the tools you need. I want to be like, listen, mom, here's the power that's backing you. So last week we talked about how we were never supposed to do it all and we were never supposed to do it alone. And we talked about how we were always supposed to have God walking alongside of us and, you know, we were supposed to be doing life with each other. But the truth is, you know, oftentimes we feel weak and overwhelmed and um, really burdened. And the reason we feel this way is because we have been trying to do it all. We have been trying to do it in our own strength. And when we look at this, from what's actually happening, when we look at the practical everyday moments of our lives from heaven's perspective, we see that we've been trying to do spiritual work on our own without remembering the power that we've been given by our supernatural God. You're like, Becky, what do you mean spiritual work? Break that down for me. I mean that I get it. Motherhood doesn't always feel spiritual all the time. Like when you're going around your house and you have a toddler or I mean, not a toddler, like when you have a baby and you have a baby that's like putting random little things in their mouth. Do you remember that stage? Are you in that stage of life? Can you think about that stage? I had kids and they would crawl and they'd find like the littlest things in the floor, like random stuff. And I would think, oh my goodness, my floors have to be swept all of the time because they're going to just immediately shove that into their mouths. When you're in stages of life like that, when you're constantly looking at your surroundings and making sure everything's baby-proofed or when you're doing third grade math and it doesn't look anything like you did third grade math or, you know, when you're just doing the regular everyday stuff, it doesn't feel spiritual. But that's, that's what I need to remind you of because everything that we do as mothers, everything that we do as daughters of God, period, has an eternal value. But we get so focused on this and you need to know I'm like waving my arms around my house. Just look around. Look around at like what's going on around you. We get so focused on all of this that we forget who we really are and who's really inside of us. So today we're going to talk about three important things in our revived motherhood arsenal. We have the Holy Spirit of God. We have the Word of God. And we have the power of of community. So the first and the most important part of our revived motherhood arsenal is obviously the Holy Spirit of God. And we don't talk much about him, 
but we need to know who he is and what his presence means for us. Because like I said, we are supernatural beings existing in all of this. Like you are a spirit who lives in a body and takes care of children. Like that's who you are. First and foremost, you are alive in Christ. Your spirit is alive in Christ and you are just moving through this earth as an ambassador for the kingdom of heaven, as a representative of heaven here on earth. Man, that makes it feel pretty special. And if it doesn't, it should. Like you should think... I feel like I'm just cleaning up Cheerios again today, or I feel like I'm just doing, you know, I'm just running kids all around. But really, you're an ambassador, a representative of God and heaven here on the earth. So we have the Holy Spirit who lives inside of us. And first of all, he's not just like our conscience. He's not just like some gut feeling we get. He isn't the goosebumps that we have in a great worship service. He's involved in a lot of this, but he is called God in 2 Corinthians 3.17. Um, 2 Corinthians 3.17 actually says, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. But I want to talk about the Holy Spirit for just a second, because often we'll pray and we'll think about God coming and being with us and think, I need Jesus and I need his help. But the amazing thing is that Jesus said to his disciples before he left in John 14, 15 through 17, he said, if you love me, keep my commands and I will ask the father and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. The spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he lives with you and he will be with you. First of all, Jesus is calling the Holy Spirit a him right there, which helps us know the Holy Spirit is not just like this weird thing. The Holy Spirit is a person. He's a him. He just happens to exist without a body. (laughs) So later in John 16, Jesus tells his disciples, but I tell you the truth, it is for your benefit that I'm going away. Because unless I go away, the advocate, the Holy Spirit, will not come to you. But if I go away, I will send him to you. Can you imagine Jesus saying this to his disciples? Like, they're like, you are God. You are amazing. We've seen what you can do. And yet Jesus is telling the disciples, and remember what he said to them wasn't just for them. It was so we could find it out today. He said, it's better that I go because, you know, if I go, then I can send him and then he can be with you. Now, I'm going to give you a quick Bible lesson. Maybe you're working out on a treadmill. Maybe you're doing some dishes. I'm going to read something super fast to you. Okay. Um, It's important to point out that the Greek word used for advocate here is um, alos. I'm not like, okay, I have a theology degree, but I don't have like, I don't know how to say things in Greek. So bear with me. Alos parakletos. And parakletos is translated as helper. And another, alos, actually means another of the same kind. It's not just like another, like a different. It's another of the same kind. So translated very basically, it's, and I will send you another helper of the same kind. So we can believe from Jesus's words himself that the Holy Spirit is a helper just like him. Some translations say another comforter, just like Jesus. And he reveals the thoughts of God to us. And he is with us and he lives in us. And through him, we can better know the Father. 
You know, it's common for Christians to view the Holy Spirit as some secondary or lesser form of God. But we know that, you know, God is the same. And, you know, I want to ask you, how would you act if Jesus himself were to walk into the room with you right now? Like, what would you do other than be like, oh my goodness, you are God. Like, I mean, you you might weep, you might cry, you might, you know, fall down in reverence. I, I, I don't know what you'd do personally, but we don't always have the same view of the Holy Spirit, right? We just think he's like something, but he is another helper, just like Jesus sent to us by God. And he lives inside of us. Process that for just a second. I know your day has been regular and normal. You've just been doing life, but you have God himself living inside of you. You've heard it a lot of times, so we're going to say it again. You have God himself inside of you. And so when, like I said in the beginning, when we start to feel overwhelmed, when we start to feel burdened, when we start to feel like, oh my goodness, how am I going to do it all? It's because we've forgotten that we're spiritual beings and we're trying to do things in our own physical strength rather than do them in our supernatural strength that we've been given. So you might be thinking, that's great, Becky. That's wonderful. Amazing. I have God living inside of me. I am a supernatural being. I'm not really sure how I'm supposed to apply that to the PTA meeting coming up this week, but great. Here's how you apply this practically. As you go through your day, the rest of today, tomorrow, the rest of the week, until we talk again, as you go throughout your life, going in and out of the grocery store, I just, I want you to think about the most basic, the most ordinary things that you do. I want you to think about the closeness of God and then the power that God has, that he has given you unlimited access to his wisdom, to his strength, to his peace, to his provision. He has given you unlimited access to himself and he's not far off. He's inside of you, moving through you. We talk about better knowing the Lord so we can make him better known. We don't just make him better known through what we say. We make him better known through what we do and how we respond to situations. You know, something insanely powerful happens when a woman remembers who she really is. It changes every other aspect of her life. Suddenly, all of the things that seemed impossible are like, God is with me. How can I fail? God is my strong tower. I can take refuge in him. I feel overwhelmed, but God said he gave me his peace and I'm choosing to access that as a gift because it's so close to me. He's inside of me. Friend, if we shift our perspective from what we're going through right now to what's eternal, it helps us bring eternal life, eternal life-giving power into our homes. That's what it looks like to be a revived mom. That's what it looks like to come alive through the power of God and be able to love your family well through his strength and not yours. I know that you run out. I know that you do because I do. I run out of everything and I'm just like, I cannot. I just can't. 
There's not one more thing I can take on. I'm out. And I feel guilty. Like I can't love them well or I can't do it well. And I, I shame myself and I put guilt on myself. And I'm just like, what am I going to do? And then the Lord is like, Becky, you're trying to do my job. Like you, you forgot what I made possible through Jesus. You've forgotten, you've forgotten who I am. And so that's what I want you to do. That's the most powerful weapon we have as living beings, as revived mothers, is the reality that we have the living God inside of us, that the Holy Spirit is with us, that he's real, and he wants to move and speak and lead your home through you. And when you surrender your heart to allowing him to do it, see, it's not like, it's not like we are refusing to give him this stuff that we're trying to do on our own. It's just that we forget that it's his to carry, right? It's not like you were just hoarding it. Like, no, I'm going to keep it all. I want to do, I want to do all this stuff. No, we just forget who we have access to. We just forget who can come alongside of us and do it with us. So this week, that's the most important thing that you remember. And then quickly, the next two things in our revived motherhood arsenal are the word of God and the power of community. You know, there's nothing that changes our perspective like reading the Bible. As a matter of fact, before I jumped on here, I was looking for a scripture about something else and I ended up in Zechariah and Zechariah has this crazy encounter with an angel who's giving him all of this insight and all of these like visions. It's like, what? And I'm like, you know, I I get a, I spend a lot of time in the Gospels and I spend a lot of time in different parts of Scripture. You know, I mean, a lot of the time I spend reading what Jesus did and who Jesus was and therefore who I am through him and all of that. But I ended up in Zechariah and I'm reading about his crazy encounter and I'm like, I have pizza out in my house and like I'm out of my makeup face wipes and I'm thinking about all of this stuff. But angels and encounters with God and the supernatural part of being alive and um, being a daughter of God, those are so real, right? But we get so focused on the temporary that we forget the eternal. There is nothing that changes your perspective like getting in the word of God. And sometimes we get in there to be like, what's God saying about this one thing I'm going through? But you know, you can really open up the word, hear God speaking directly to you because it's alive and it comes alive inside of you as you read. And you can think not just like, um, how does this apply to my life? But you can read any part of scripture and be like, how can my life better reflect this? You know, you don't just have to find something that you're going through. You can find any part of scripture, read any part of scripture and be like, well, Jesus says I have peace. So am I acting like it's a free gift that he's given me? Like Jesus says that I have access to him. Am I living like he's in the room? You know, you can think about how your life, um, you know, reflects the word, but it changes our perspective and it's an encounter with God. And friend, I know that sometimes you're like, I just don't have any time. I'm out of time altogether. This podcast is a stretch. Like you're running a little long, Becky. I'm going to need you to wrap it up. How am I supposed to find time to get in the word? Five minutes. I'm telling you, five minutes. Substitute one of your Facebook scrolls. Oh, I went there. Substitute one of your Instagram scrolls. I did it too. 
Stop clicking like on things. Just read. Just pick one chapter of one thing and remember that you are more than what you see around you. And it will shift your perspective and it will bring God's perspective into what you're facing. And the last major weapon we have in our arsenal is the sisterhood of women who believe like us and know who God is. And I know that's really cheesy. Like, I wish there was some other way to say that. I get it. I know sisterhood's like, it's fine. I mean, it's fine. But I want you to, I want you to think about this. The enemy spends so much time trying to separate us. We spend so much time trying to figure out what's different about us. We spend so much time just picking each other apart and being judgy and just so gross. But if we were to come together, I mean, just truly come together, link arms and take the enemy out in our lives, just be like, let's go on a hunt and let's prowl and take him out together. We would be so unstoppable. And this is why the enemy tries to keep us apart. This is why he wants to keep us separated because he knows the incredible power that there is in community and we need to know it. We need to understand it. God said it. He said it in his word. He showed us that it's true. We need to believe it. I don't care if you have one friend. I don't care if you just have one friend in the world that you can call and you can talk to. I don't care if that friend is your mama. I don't care if that friend is someone that you've known since childhood or someone you met last week. You need one person in your life that you can say, come on, I'm feeling discouraged. I'm feeling overwhelmed. I don't even know what to pray. And they can say, let's go after this thing together. Let's remember who we are together. Community shifts our perspective. It points out Um, who we really are, it brings out and, you know, community and other people see the good in us. They champion the good in us. There is power in coming alongside other women in their journey and understanding why God wants us to be together. Friends, I could go on and on and on, but I'm going to stop right there for a minute. We're going to stop right there. And we're going to do this. Let's pray together. And then we're going to end. And I just, like, I I want you to remain in this place for just a minute. Before the podcast ends, I want you to stop and I want you to seal this into your heart. So, Father, I pray for my friend listening. God, I pray that she would feel your Holy Spirit so powerfully alive in her that she would leave this short time that we've spent together just on fire, like totally revived in her heart, no longer discouraged by the things that she was facing when we began our time together, but just focused on who you are and not on what the problem is. God, we hand it off to you. Those things we've been trying to do in our own strength, we just pass them to you, Lord. And we ask that we would be so conscious of your Holy Spirit with us, moving through us this week, that we would go, whoa. That was definitely God and not me. That was definitely the Holy Spirit prompting my heart. That was a that was a God moment. And God, I pray that we would find moments to be in your word with you, God, that we would be encouraged by what you've said to us so that we can hear you better speaking in our lives, that we'd have time to spend in your written word so that we'd be tuned to your voice so we can hear you speaking. 
And God, I pray that we would become strengthened in our community this week, that we would find opportunities to come alongside other women, to bring other women alongside of us, to just grab a friend and be like, come after this thing that's trying to take out this part of my family. Come after this thing. I'm not going to battle this thing alone. I'm not going to do it in my own strength. I'm going to do it in the power of the Holy Spirit inside of me through the power of God. But I want you, friend, to come with me because we're stronger together. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I love you. I love you so much. I am so incredibly encouraged that so many of us are like going after this stuff together. I'm so encouraged that so many of us are um, focused on better knowing the Lord so we can make him better known. Aren't you? I totally am. If you have somebody that you know in your life could benefit from this podcast, share the link with them. Don't forget to subscribe so you know when our next podcast comes out. If you've enjoyed it, please give us a rank. I'm going to say five stars. I don't know if I can officially ask that, but do it. (laughs) And remember, I believe that life is always better when we live it together. And that means you and me, friends.